For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello again. This is Ike Feldman from theiketagon.com. I-K-E-T-A-G-O-N.com. Welcome back to another edition of the Mind, Body, Soul podcast. I hope at this point I've laid out exactly what you guys are going to get. Detailed fight talk. Detailed mind. The mental aspects of fighting. Body. The physical aspects of fighting. And soul. What a fighter has deep inside his DNA. His substance. MBS. Mind, Body, Soul podcast. If you like something a little more upbeat, something a little more AM as opposed to PM, go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Type in Eichtegon. You'll be able to hear more cheery takes for fight recaps, fight previews, news in the world of combat sports. You'll be able to also Here's some movies, shows, stand-up comedies, reviews. I put a bow tie on each episode, on the webisodes, with the positive message of the week. Also, how could I forget? I also have the WTF moment of the week as you can guess it's the more outrageous moment a viral moment that I find from the internet so I wrap that into one beautiful package and make it an Ictagon.com episode on YouTube but for this podcast it's a slower, more deliberate, a lot more vigor, in my opinion.
I feel that sports fans get lumped into one type of person. The jock, the over-the-top, the annoying fan that regardless of situation of their team or player, they're going to support them and have almost superficial feelings when things go bad. Almost like they're doing what they think they should be doing when their team's winning or losing. Now, while fighting is considered a combat sport, I believe you can't lump a combat sports fan into one lane, one avenue, one sect. I believe a combat sports fan has many different layers to him. There's many different types of combat sports fans. Those who watch for the Conor McGregors and those who watch for the notorious Conor McGregor. What's the difference, you ask? Conor McGregor, Irish-born, humble martial artist, raised heavily in the striking game, boxing preferably, who incorporated pieces of striking through taekwondo, kickboxing, capoeira, and Muay Thai. Conor McGregor, the warrior, fight day was every day. He showed up every day to the gym like he had an appointment that he was running an hour behind and that his life was on the line. Conor McGregor the student willing to learn willing to add parts to his game constantly adjusting constantly evolving becoming a European champion and then a world champion, and then a two-time world champion. And then a different person came to fruition, the notorious one. I heard a great quote a couple of days ago. If you want to test a man, give him power. 
Now, when I first heard it, sounds good, so I like it. Maybe I'll use it. The exact opposite of that quote is you can see a man's character, true character, when he's faced with adversity. That quote was spoken by Martin Luther King Jr. and Abraham Lincoln. I'm sure there's somebody else, a prominent figure that I'm missing. Both those quotes are just heavy for me. They mean a lot. I've seen people crumble with small adversity, adversity that a strong-minded person could get past. And I I don't get mad when I see some when I see somebody fail in a certain situation because they were faced with an unknown circumstance. I don't get mad at them. I want to see what they do, how they learn, how they evolve. Do they shy away from that situation again? And the quotes, great for life, great for sport, great for people and jobs. But the other side of it, give a man power and you will see his true character. Or if you want to test a man's character, give him power. Test. Boy, has McGregor been tested. After the Floyd Mayweather fight, August 26, 2017, McGregor, according to Forbes, netted $99 million. I don't know how much of that was taxed, taxed or how much of that went to the UFC. According to Forbes, he was the fourth richest athlete in the world. Behind Floyd, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, and then little old Conor McGregor. Wow. From humble roots, to owning the forest. Amazing, amazing climb, amazing journey. If we're talking about his journey in life, he has many, many healthy and prosperous years ahead of him, I'm sure. If we're talking about his athletic life, or more specifically, big money career, that's still up for debate.
McGregor has now formally announced he will be returning to the UFC on January 18, 2020 in Las Vegas. I don't even know if the UFC is having an event in Las Vegas. If they've planned it or scheduled it. But the wheels are turning now on the side of the UFC and Dana White. But sticking with McGregor, he laid out a fight plan for 2020. He says in January he'll fight any lightweight the UFC names. After that, which would be the spring or the summer, he would fight the winner of Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal. And then he says after that, he wants the winner of Khabib Nurmagomedov or Tony Ferguson. Wow, that's a hell of a call out. Now he's got more sparing in his call outs. He doesn't necessarily jump on the mic or on social media every week. He's at the point in his career that when he speaks, he wants to captivate and say everything that's on his mind from previous months and years. So when he says this, it's pretty close to accurate. Can he pull off two wins in a row and get back to Khabib? Maybe. Do I believe him? That he wants to try this? Yes. Do I believe he'll do it? For the first time in my time covering Conor McGregor, I do not know if he'll live up to his word. And that's a lot to say. Because I use Conor McGregor as the basis for this podcast. Before the Floyd fight. Up to the Eddie Alvarez fight. Up to the double champ. Because if you look before January 2017 and go back two years. That's the McGregor that won over everybody. The businessman, the money man, the money fight guy. That's post-January 2017. Since then, he's just fallen. Not in terms of money or sponsors or sales, but in terms of respect. It's been a slow bleed out of respect, in my opinion. Because I respected the martial artist first. The true martial artist. Who spoke his word and followed his word to the end. No BS. None. Taking fights on short notice. Taking fights in different divisions. Rematching fights. Not hiding from the media after a huge loss. Understanding what was wrong. 
He did everything right. Everything right. And he's trying to repeat it. Physically, mentally, soulfully. He's really trying to repeat those two years, 2015 and 2016. A stretch in which the UFC was sold for $4 billion because of McGregor's success and reach and numbers he was bringing in. question is can he return again the mind body soul was based around McGregor in 2015 and 2016 mentally focused on his goal absolute razor sharp vision seeing what he wanted it and chasing it knowing that he can only chase it if his body was pumping on all cylinders Fueling it the right way with sleep, recovery, rest, training smartly, training enough, training full time, and substance. Going in there relaxed because he put in the hard work. Conor McGregor in 2015 and 2016 was the hardest working martial artist we've seen in combat sports history. Wow, did I just say that? I say the hardest working because Muhammad Ali didn't have all the social media access. But he would be number two. So, what McGregor will we see? I'll address that and more on future episodes of the Mind, Body, Soul podcast. But, as the weeks roll on, so do the UFC fight nights. I want to focus on just the main event in Singapore this Saturday, 5 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Eastern. The main card kicks off. Ben Funky Askren going against Damian Maya. If you said wow, you're a very knowledgeable fight fan, combat sports fan, grappling fan. If you said who, don't worry, I'll explain. So Ben Askren, former Olympian, 2008, was undefeated in his mixed martial arts career until July, UFC 239, where he was famously knocked out in five seconds by Jorge Masvidal. It was the fastest knockout in UFC history. Ben Askren 
a talker, to say the least. Talks up and downs about his opponents, life, politics, very fluid guy when it comes to speaking and talking out his thoughts. One of the best we've seen in the sport, and he garners a lot of attention. And I don't feel that he's getting all the attention he deserves for this fight. Maybe it's because it's against Damian Maya and not against former champion of Robbie Loyler or more prominent personalities like Jorge Masvidal. I don't know why it's not getting more attention. But Ben Askren versus Damian Maya is a grappling expose. We've had amazing striking fights. And Whitaker versus Adesanya. Darren Till. Jorge Masvidal. Ally Kinta. Kevin Lee. Paulo Costa. Joel Romero. There's a lot of fun striking matchups we've had. And we're going to have. But this one, this one's for the grapplers. Like I said, Ben Askren, highly decorated wrestler, made the transition to the mixed martial arts world, went undefeated, and now is looking to move on from that past defeat and show the world he's not a one-trick pony and not just a talker. Damian Maya, one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners to ever cross over in a mixed martial arts. I don't throw this around for everybody. There's a handful of guys. Jacare Choza, Charles Oliveira, Damian Maya. Those three guys strike fear into their opponents if the fight gets to the floor. Damian Maya, a world jiu-jitsu champion, has collected so many submissions in the UFC's middleweight and welterweight divisions. The UFC has tried to see if he's a stepping stone fighter. And he swallows up the young fighters, takes their back, strangles them. He hasn't won a title, but he's challenged for two different titles. Some of the best fighters in combat sports history. Anderson Silva at 185 pounds. And Tyron Woodley at 170 pounds. Both did not go his way because he couldn't get a hold of them. But Ben Askren wants to wrestle. Wants to impose his will. Wants to grind it out. Wants to get funky as he says. 
and it's a main event, five round fight, five, five minute rounds. And if you're telling me Damian Maya is not going to get a hold of Ben Askren in 25 minutes, Ben will either be able to dance around his jujitsu with swarm and wrestling or dance around his jujitsu by expert footwork. If you're telling me Ben Askren's able to pull one of those off, I'd say I got to see this. I don't believe it. It's a tough fight to pick. Damian Maya, the calm warrior. We don't know if it's the last day or if he's having an off day. Until we see him. He's been shut down from fighters like Tyron Woodley, Colby Covington, because they were faster, more volume, more punches, more striking, but comfortable because of their wrestling. Ben Askren does not have a striking repertoire like those two. So Askren's going to shoot in, take him down, and then what? He's going to ground and pound. Damian Maia's going to be mounted. I don't see it. I don't see it. I want to pick Askren. I want to say he's strong enough and smart enough that he's rolled with enough black belts. I just think he's biting off more than he can handle. I think he's been a little too brash still, even following his most humbling loss. He's saying he never earned a black belt. He took a black belt. He's posting his salary for this fight online to Twitter trolls. He's not exactly showing respect. And I was trying to talk myself into picking Askren, but I think Maya will be a lot more comfortable I think he just has to bring the gas tank. His body has to be in tune. We will see. But I'm going to go with jujitsu over wrestling. Because of the age that we're in with this sport. I don't think we've seen how far a fighter could go with his jujitsu. Damian Maia is testing that limit. Can he make another title run? Wow. Imagine. Imagine. Does Ben Astrid need to be humbled? Is he humbled? And he's just bored. And he's going to put on a world-class performance in the cage. We will see. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. 
Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.